0: to overcome succeed in dealing with a problem or difficulty defeat of an opponent to prevail overpower or overwhelm of an emotion adversity a difficult or unpleasant situation used in a sentence resilience in the face of adversity
1: i want to break free Yeah, sure. Episode 17. 17. Wow. It's been a journey, Blake. Okay. So here we are. Episode 17 of Overcoming Adversity podcast. My name is Amanda Marino.
0: And I'm Blake Cohen.
1: And we're your guests. Um, I myself uh, am a life coach, recovery coach, interventionist. Um, and Blake here is an awesome author Great. and a powerful speaker. And we started this podcast out of our our heart and our you know, wanting to do something different, something to connect, and so we're really grateful for our 17 episodes thus far.
0: Yeah, it's been kind of a journey of up and down, and it's been funny how we've had to face our own adversity throughout the process. Yes. Um, for those of you listening on the podcast, this is also being broadcast live on Facebook, so there may be some times we start answering questions. If there are people who have questions uh feel free to always watch our facebook live or our facebook page so that you can ask any questions that you want to
1: yeah facebook live you can email us so a lot of things have gone on Um, i officially work for myself um oh oh it's pretty cool
0: miss entrepreneur over (laughs) here
1: it's uh it was it was scarier to think about doing than to actually do it so far Um, I'm sure there will be ups and downs like anything in life, but I feel so full of life and so excited and and just ready to do this. uh, You
0: kind of like, you were so afraid to take that step. And we talked about it a little bit before you were doing your own thing right now. And you kept saying, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. And then you kind of got thrust into it. And it's ended up being the best thing ever because you have all of this business coming in. You have... Uh, you're really following your passion, and you're you're you have a lot more free time and a lot more time to do what you love, yeah. as opposed to trying to grind it out for somebody else. Yeah, and it's been really cool to see you actually succeed so quickly with it. Thank you. Um, there's, I'm sure i have been a lot of uh, ups and downs with it. and a lot, It's a whole learning process, but that's the fun of being an entrepreneur.
1: Yeah, yeah, no. And I've seen the same thing in you this year. I've seen you really just take a leap. You know, write a book. Yeah. Uh, put yourself out there. You've been speaking all over the place, and that's you know, it's hard it's hard to put yourself out there one with people in your life because some people aren't supportive and some people are really supportive. Like people have shown up for me and been like beyond supportive. But then there's also been some people that, um, aren't happy for you. Right. Um, and, and that's really hard to, that's really hard to do to, to manage it. Um, it's really about being comfortable in your skin and taking it to the next level of that.
0: Yeah. And being willing to sort of face that, uh, face the adversity and face other people's opinions of you, uh, which is exactly what they are, our opinions. You know, i we talk so much about overcoming adversity and it's so much easier to talk about than I actually do. And I know a lot of people who are listening relate to that, that it's easy to inspire somebody when you're doing well, and it's easy to talk about. Overcoming adversity and the simple steps you have to take to get there and the little moves you have to make. But when you actually get there, then it, it becomes a lot more difficult. You physically don't want to do it, you physically don't want to move. And I'm going through something right now. I'm 32 years old and I've been cyber bullied. And with some crazy allegations, I'm ready to are-
1: cyber bully some. I'm her effort back. I'll tell you that right now.
0: Well, trust me, I've gone through like every range of emotion of what I want to do. It goes to retaliation, to trying to reason with the person. And really what it's come down to is that I, I know my truth. I know the fact that I am doing good work and my intentions are pure and that I'm not doing anything wrong. Um, and this person's accusations are just totally wild and totally unfounded. And it's from a person who really doesn't understand anything
1: that's going on Um, anything about what's
0: going on so it's just it really should have no meaning but it's hard to be talked about in a negative light and it's something that i have to work through as my my people pleasing problem um and it's gotten to the point where i let it fester in my head to be something that it's a lot bigger than it is right that i've created this mountain out of a molehill because i've let it fester and I haven't done anything that I've suggested other people do when they're going through adversity. Of course,
1: because we can give great uh, suggestions yes. to other people. When you're going through something yourself, it's so hard to, to take those solution steps as the first thing. That we and
0: do. yeah, Exactly. And, the you know, it's only been a day or two. But I wanted to yesterday. All I wanted to do was just kind of lay in bed and, and sit on the pity pot and pour me and pull my covers over my head. And, um what, you know, you let that happen for a day, and it's okay to feel that way. I think it's normal. Uh, it's normal to let yourself have a day like that. But it's today's the day, where it's like a boots on the ground type of day, and stepping up and showing up. If there's one thing I learned from actually going to that Tony Robbins seminar that I went to recently, is that the best way to make yourself feel better is to make a move and change your physiology. You change your state. It's something that he says over and over again, and it's really simple. Of Jumping up and down, blasting some good music that you like, and making a power move—it makes you feel totally different. And so, move a muscle, change a thought. Move
1: a muscle, change of thought. That, a muscle, change yeah. of thought.
0: Exactly. It's true. It's and a, a problem hard. shared is a problem cut in half. So really, not letting something fester in your head and talking about it and getting to the real issues with it, and, and find out what areas it's affecting in you, what what defects are being activated by it. And uh, so, starts the process of overcoming this current adversity
1: yeah and life is so much about that you know we we, before we started recording today Blake and I were talking about like what are we going to talk about today we have you know we don't have a guest and we're kind of in like a a recreation of our podcast um you know now that we've been been you know steady and, and growing we kind of want to put a little bit more um you know business thought into it and and you know reaching you know just being able to reach more people so having a little bit more strategy to it But the topic of bullying came up and and I, you know, I was bullied as a teenager. I was bullied. I've been bullied as an adult. Um, I've always had to deal with that my whole life. And it used to break me down and break me down. And even if it happens as an adult now, I've had it happen a few times. It definitely will break me down in the moment. But that comeback, you better watch out. That comeback is stronger. That Mm -hmm. comeback is stronger, more beast mode, more confident, more you can't mess with me. And and I've had a lot of that this year too.
0: So yeah, you kind of look at it in two ways. Like you either go one way, which is the fear-based response of the, the f everything and run.
1: Right.
0: Or you embrace it and you just go harder. And you know that your your beast mode, like you just said, going beast mode with it and just moving further with it and letting it fuel you is really the two places you can go to. So you can either heal or you can run. And. I know running lets the other person win, because that's exactly what they want. A person like that, who is mentally ill and sick, and doesn't have an understanding of it, and just wants to put other people down, feels really bad about themselves, and they want other people to feel like them.
1: Truly, truly, yeah. No, I I can 100% relate. Yeah. You know, and this year, like I said, this year, like when I I just kind of did like a a little blog kind of writing that I was doing, and this year, the stuff that I've had to walk through and face and like when I say walk through like sometimes that was in my bed crying. Yeah. That was walking through some days. Some days was showing up to shit and some days was like saying no, I can't I can't do it. Right. So some days the walking through it was actually not walking through it was like legit dragging myself and but what, the way I feel in this moment today, if you would have told me 6 months ago that I would feel like this right now, I would have told you you're crazy, but I truly truly feel that it was all for a reason. and I feel stronger than ever because of it.
0: That's kind of the hardest part of adversity, right? Is that you going through it is the hardest part. Looking back, you can always see the the positive influence it's had on your life and how it's changed you for the better.
1: And that's the hope to cling on to when you're in it to think about your past experiences. Like, oh my God, I've been through. You can usually, worse
0: too, right. usually worse too. Usually worse. So some, sometimes we give too much value and too much credit to certain cr- situations that we're in that really don't hold that much weight, but because we're currently in it, we forget the pain we've been through before and how much worse it could actually be. So there's also other, uh, some other good things going on, by the way. That, so you said this year has been crazy. It's been, you know, for me, I think creativity is always the way that I've liked to, to like deal with issues and deal with the way I feel, and feeling stagnant to me is like my poison. That's like my kryptonite is being stagnant and not working on something and getting bored and getting in a routine. For some reason, I just, I don't function in routine.
1: I like flexible routine. I like routine that I create on my terms that can be changed at any point. That's a healthier... That's my routine. That's
0: definitely a healthier way to live. But I I like a little bit of the chaos in a way that it's helping me grow. And um, the word no, I'm learning, definitely learning the word no, but... Um, a couple cool things have happened. So cool. I received an offer out of cool. nowhere for about my book for to purchase the audio rights. That's
1: so cool.
0: So I sold the audio rights to somebody. Are we back live now?
1: No, it's still going on. For different. those listening,
0: again, if you're just kind of popping on, uh, we are on Facebook Live. We're recording our podcast. Um,
1: I think like just the computer is having the difficulties. Okay. Yeah, I think the phone
0: so, uh, yeah, so the, there's going to be an audiobook created. So they're, they're That's working on stuff. it now. big They reached out to you? They reached out to That's me amazing. out of nowhere. I love and it. And they are creating an audiobook. They're using a professional voice actor because apparently I don't have a voice for audiobook. Okay. So, which I get. It's a little bit nasally. Yeah, you are a little
1: nasally. But yeah. we love you for it.
0: That's okay. I can not understand that. Who's going to want to listen to me talk for four hours? <laughs> like you're, you have a
1: great radio voice, though, but not maybe not audiobook voice. Yeah,
0: I mean, you want to listen to this voice in the car for four hours? <laughs> oh, God. Could you imagine? <laughs> I wouldn't even want to hear myself talk for four hours. That's awful. Oh, uh, yeah. So I, uh, that's happening, and I'm actually in the very like beginning phases of starting a second book.
1: Hell, yeah. See? So, channel all that that.
0: You that's know? what I'm trying to do. That
1: ickiness and those ugly feelings. That's what I did this year. I channeled all my ugly feelings and just coming out like a beast. Yeah. And you're, that's just what you're you have doing to it.
0: do. You're definitely doing it. So the the book is also outside, and I'm not really going to talk too much about it because I'm partnering with some people on it. Oh, cool. But um, it's outside of the addiction realm. Right. And it's really moving more into... Understanding the people's attention spans and engagement, and how to engage people in something they're not interested in, specifically our young people—that we're these younger populations and generations that need to hear what we have to say as adults—but it's hard to engage them. So, did you want
1: to hear what adults had to say when you were a teenager? No, no, no. Me so, <laughs>
0: what I'm curious too is—is is there are people who are capable of it? So, I'm curious of all these, the best people who are capable of engaging kids into learning about something that they're not interested. I'm interested in learning how they do it. Mm-hmm. How can a teacher keep someone's attention in a math class for an hour? Mm. I, I want to know how to do that. I couldn't do
1: it. But well, you speak to kids. So. Yeah, I speak to kids Blake all the time. speaks in the schools, and, and that's really
0: cool. So it's, I'm interested in learning what is it that I can keep their attention for an hour? What am I doing differently, and what are techniques that anybody can employ Cause prevention is just not working right now. No, and preven- I was the
1: president of DARE in my school. I were became, you really? And I became a drug addict. So like, <laughs> are you serious? You were the president child. of I was DARE? I had a DARE, I was like, I the, had the, the, the jackets, and I was hanging out with the police and making the creating the program. God, that must have made and you really rate. popular. It was, I was. Well, yeah. really, it was a different kind of era, I feel, I feel like, back then. Yeah. I was smoking cigarettes in middle school, but I was the, the head of dare, and I became a full-on addict in ninth grade. But you know,
0: that sounds like something that I would do when I was in active addiction, just to get people off my back. Yeah, like a show. Like, Yeah, become like the head of dare and try to like, do prevention talks while they I'm still. They don't do dare the...
1: anymore, do they? They got rid of no, it. No, no. Yeah.
0: They do like police talks and they do educational talks, but it's hard to go into a classroom and just provide general education to kids. They don't. They're not going to listen. So. What is a way to, to change a group of children at once not just one person's life but how to change a group of person at once because I'm kind of sick of walking into these classrooms and going, if I could just help one kid then I've done my job it's why can't we help more than Everybody. one
1: yeah well I mean because the, the I mean the reality of it is one is going to walk away with probably much more than the rest like yeah. I went and spoke at we uh, had to um, did the career day for Scarlett or Merrick, I forget, one of them. But how how do you explain, like when I was doing marketing and business development for, for substance abuse and mental health, how do you explain that to kindergartners and first graders? It was really hard.
0: You, you can't. And, <laughs> and you I can't. had,
1: my mommy drinks too much. And I was like, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what kind of yeah,
0: you know, and, discussion did that I open up here. That's really hard. Mm-hmm. That's really hard. But I feel like we've kind of just accepted this whole idea of, that, that's the norm, that you can only, you're gonna help one kid in each classroom, and just that, accept that, do you're what you gotta do, that. do you your best more. job. So I'm curious if there is a better way. And look, I mean, it may end up leading to nothing, this whole the whole book idea, but there are people out there who are professionals at engaging kids. I like it. And I wanna know what their secrets are and put it all together in a book. I like it. So I'm gonna partner with a couple people, a psychologist and a couple people, to try to
1: I wonder who.
0: get all just- angles an idea it's not who you think actually. oh okay okay yeah it's not who you think okay um
1: well cool very cool stuff so you know that's the thing is like one thing i think we've heard from all of our guests and that you and i both walk because the, you know we are on our podcast how we are when it's just us hanging out or when we're with our family or our friends we're, we're the same um is that when we go through tough times when we push through and help others and show up you know we get out the other side and then we can when we can inspire we can help others we can you know have a different right. kind of experience and and that's like kind of like what we're trying to get a message out that like we, we people go through really hard shit and get through it
0: yeah and, and i
1: love hearing how people do it it inspires me
0: every single person who's ever done it has done it by growing and trying new things and getting outside of their comfort zone and that's what we we've, we've been learning from all of our guests and we will probably continue to hear from our future guests and honestly a lot of what we're doing here is what's inspired the idea for the book that we speak to all of these people who overcome major adversity not just some person online saying some things that are unfounded major adversities and they all kind of have the same set of principles that they live by to help them get by it so I'm curious what the same principles are that teachers use to engage or therapists use or people use to engage a crowd of kids
1: yeah well I mean if you think about it the same process that like I just went through this year the same process that you're going through right now um the same process that our guests have gone through it, it it's a little bit different but it's pretty much the same thing it's like you know like some days you don't want to show up some days you do some days you're in self-pity some days you're you know oh f that I'm not letting anything stop me and it's like it's really just like being present and walking through life right and, and gaining strength
0: yeah I think so too and I think uh it's interesting that no matter what the adversity is whether it's big or small it's sort of the same tactics just on a different scale to get over it right that that we've seen and it just becomes the larger the adversity the harder it is to do those things yeah but the more you need to do them
1: like you even have a heaviness about you today which i hate seeing because you're so full of life i hate seeing the heaviness on you as a friend
0: I'm also tired.
1: Okay. Well, you do overdue, and we we know that because I've been do it traveling fair. a lot.
0: I also got elbowed in the face by Chrissy last night in the middle of the night.
1: Come on, Chrissy. Yeah. What are we doing our podcast with the husband and wife? I you don't were know. That's what we have to do. That's what we have
0: to do. Kind of get their perspective on what it's like to live with two maniacs.
1: Yeah. That like to never stop, but you know, they think they're maniacs in their own right, right?
0: The maniacs for being with us—that's right. so for sure. Yeah.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. So. What's your plan? You're like, you have all of these things growing. So what is the general direction that you want to go in? Let's say with the podcast, I mean, what is it? What is it you want to accomplish for your career?
1: Well, I, so, you know, I hired that business coach actually prior to knowing I was going to leave recovery. Well, I knew I was going to leave recovery ways. Um, and I was transitioning out, kind of had outgrown the position and kind of um, was much more passionate about dealing with people one-on-one and mm-hmm. you know, had do, been doing that on the side for about a year and a half. And really liked it. So building that momentum and then starting to become busier with that, I hired this business coach. So I'm I'm trying to develop an online program for my coaching. So okay. I'm gonna have an online program available for my coaching. Like I'm an do Online course. Online well, online coaching, I'm gonna do group coaching. Cool. Online. Um so that'll be something that I have that, that's you know, stable and, and and I can be rooted in home. Um, You know, the interventions and the companion and the coach and the um, coaching and the transports, you know, those will be things that I'll do, you know, when they come up. But so far, it's been already really busy, um, which is awesome because I didn't think that it would be like that so fast. Um, So maybe, you know, having somebody work with me in the near future, um, you know, partnering with people, collaborating. But I really, you know, I want to continue to be educated, you know, continue to educate myself, continue to learn from people, be mentored. I'm continuing. I'm always being mentored by someone
0: Do you Um, feel like that's a big part of your success is not only remaining teachable, but having other people kind of keep you accountable and mentor you?
1: Yeah, I reach out. I mean, I think at every phase of the game, I've had a mentor. Um, I had a woman in the beginning who brought me in the industry. I had a woman that gave me my first job in the industry. I've had some mentors that have been amazing, some mentors that I've been like, ooh, what the hell? You know, I learned not what not to do. Um, But I still have mentors now. You know, I've reached for somebody that has what I want, kind of like you did in in recovery with a sponsor, but like who's doing what i want to do what is does what goals look like for me right now and I, collab, I want to collaborate i want to work together i want to you know support them i want to work with them for them you know
0: so where do you find a mentor A mentor store
1: <laughs> i watch how they live so i watch i watch i find, watch, I find them i watch their successes i watch how they operate i watch how they pr- carry themselves present themselves and i also take um, you know, I, I observe, and then I also, um, you know, listen to other people's suggestions. So, like, if somebody's like, "Oh, you need to meet this person," they, you know, I totally go for it. I just put myself out there.
0: Just put yourself out. So then, is there like a, like, how when you ask, like, if I ask you a girl to be my girlfriend in, in high school, is it like a formal thing where you ask them to be your mentor?
1: Um, I have. I did ask. I formally asked Nina to be my mentor. Um, I've claimed other people as my mentor. I have been like, you're okay. mentoring me. Um, You know, I I told that to to Cindy, a woman. Cindy Feinberg, I do some women uh, some work for, and I told that to some other people. I've kind of like claimed them as my mentor. Okay. So yeah, like you're stuck with me. I'm not going anywhere. Sorry. There's been people
0: who have been my mentor who I didn't even realize were mentoring me (laughs) until later, and I think that's that's a big thing. It's sort of surrounding yourself by people that you can learn from, and then you don't even realize you're being mentored. So it's just always surrounding yourself with people who challenge you, who are more successful than yourself. And then your you're kind of the whole life is a mentorship.
1: And make you want to grow. Yeah, it makes mentors. you want to grow. Yeah, that make you want to, that like uh-huh. encourage you uh-huh. and stimulate you to grow. Like I know that whenever you and I work on a project together that like I'm going to get something out of it. You are passionate, you're driven, you're a go-getter, and I think that our energy together feeds off one another and that we're able to, like, even be more motivated when we leave each other's presence. I, I know you, you should, think it's comp- competition. You should
0: pay me to just hang around you then. And you think it's competition I'll motivate in your head. you, and that's my job. Right. And I can just right. hang around doing that. and Just like, Amanda, I got this great idea, and then let you go do it.
1: Yeah, yeah, but then I'll be the one making all the money. That won't be fun. <laughs> no, but you'll pay me to do it.
0: So maybe in free food and clean underwear. Oh, that's know.
1: another thing that shifted for me. So, in this line of work, I've always been about like the helping people and like I don't want to make money. Like when I did my nonprofit, um, it was never about ever making a dollar. But I've shifted into like I can I can be successful and I can make money and that's okay. Like I don't yes. it doesn't have to be one or the other. I will still always help people from the goodness of my heart, but like it is not a sin it is not bad to make money in what I'm doing. And that I'm worth is it. a
0: big lie that Uh, first of all, a lot of people tell other people and a big lie that we tell ourselves is that making money and helping people are mutually exclusive and meanwhile, say what you want about the guy, about Tony Robbins, but he legitimately helped 13,000 people in one weekend when I was there and I could tell you that he legitimately helped them because of the way the crowd erupted when he was leaving Mm -hmm. and the effect and the tears and the way that everybody walked out who I talked to were feeling. So, he made a lot of money that weekend. Well, people over... love him
1: and people talk shit about him all day long. Yeah. Like, right? Like, yeah, like the, yeah, more yeah. And there, the more you're out there, the more you're accused of all you're... types of things. Yeah, so. the more you put yourself out there, the more shit you're going to have to deal with. And that's that's one thing I, I just.
0: Yeah, I guess I'm it's used just, to it. you know, I'm soft. What do you want me to tell you? Oh. <laughs> no,
1: listen, next month, when I something happens with me and I'm here and I have the heaviness, yeah. you're going to have to talk me back to reality to know that you're amazing, you're a For badass, sure. and you know anyone says anything else I'll kick their ass so
0: look I know it's all BS and sometimes we just get caught at moments of weakness when we're tired tired run
1: down
0: yeah so and that's when it affects us the most there could be another day like if I was walking out of the Tony Robbins seminar and something like like this happened yeah whatever like yeah f you you know like and I wouldn't have cared at all right but it just depends when things hit you and when you're tired and um you know what it's interesting too and So I've been watching a lot of stuff recently about professional poker players, Hmm. because I'm kind of like fascinated by that lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And a lot of professional poker players, similar to how like Tiger Woods became the first poker player who was able to bench like 285 pounds. Right. He was the first poker first first golf player to ever able to to who was really going to the gym and taking care of his body, his nutrition, everything. Well, now poker players are doing that too Mm. and taking care of, because of the mental stamina that it takes to sit at a poker table for a tournament for 15, 16 hour days, back to back to back. Makes sense. And I think that's another big part that it's often missing. And when we're trying to overcome or trying to do something great or giving all of our time to it, is that we go the opposite direction.
1: Start eating shitty. We go for what's easy. Yeah.
0: Food-wise, we stop exercising because we say, we look at our schedule and go, okay, what's something that I can, I can cut out that can give me a little bit more time? And we let exercise be the least important thing on or the list. Or preparing
1: healthy food or shopping for healthy food. Right. Yeah, those are the first things that go with me. Like, And, and I self-care in this work is, is so important. It's like unreal because you see all the unhealthy people. You see the people dying. You see the people relapsing, the people suicidal. And you're working with in beh- behavioral health, mental health. Substance you have to have self-care so
0: and that's what I'm thinking, you know You look at a poker player and really you're just sitting down. Yes, it's tough decisions And there's no question that it's mentally grueling, but we work in a very mentally grueling field also and I've noticed that oh, the more I'm traveling the more I'm ignoring the healthy side of things mm-hmm. So I need to get back to that and I know that how important that is so it's time to kick it in all gears Take care of myself first. so I'm actually able to do good work,
1: right? Yeah. And that's for all of us. No, that's for sure with me. I just, you know, that those two trips two weeks ago really put me in a woo, state when I came back. I was like, all right, I need to get like back to routine, back to structure, my yeah. structure. My, so my, my goal was to go to the gym before Scarlett got up every day this week. Monday I got up before she went to school. Tuesday I got up, left the same time she went to school. Today, it was a little bit after she went to school. So I'm not going to be hard on myself. I'm still getting up and going before I'm doing anything else yeah. throughout the day. It's not 6 a.m. every single day, but I did 6 a.m. on Monday, so I'm proud of myself. Okay. That's my flexible That's really good. routine.
0: That's really good.
1: My body knows the kind of rest it needs, and it needs a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so it's, it's important to take care of ourselves, listen to our body, and really think about that stuff first and foremost. So right. if we're looking at our schedule of things to do and where we can cut out, that should not be one of the places we do it it should be spending a half hour less on youtube Mm. or a half hour less on facebook Mm -hmm. or stuff that really doesn't matter
1: right that's tough it's because when you're building your social i've noticed it in myself lately like i have i have to shut it down like i'm going to go on it in the morning i'm going to go on it like in the evening but like before bed i'm not doing it because it overstimulates my mind and then it takes away from things that i'm doing with my family so like i have to also watch that as part of my self-care.
0: Well, and we cuz I'll be like, like,
1: "Oh, what's going on?" you know, and I just I, I, it's going to grow and it's going to do its thing whether I'm sitting there looking at it 10 times or not.
0: Right. You know. And we we also act like we're living in the stone ages of social media when there is like apps and stuff that we can use to schedule a post a week out in advance. Right. And then you can do what a lot of people do actually even with email is check their emails once a day.
1: Yeah. And
0: everybody comes up with the same excuse. Of, oh my god, if I did that, I would miss so much. And people adjust.
1: I don't know if I like once a day in the line of work we're in. Like, if somebody sent a referral for a client through an email, I don't know. Yeah. If one time, I think maybe three times: morning, noon, and, and evening. Yeah,
0: right. So you could definitely do that. Um, I've had to teach myself to get out of the habit of it. When I get a text message, my reach for my phone instantly, or a oh, always, or Second. an email, it's immediately I need to respond right away, or they're gonna hate me. Right. And I need to get out of that and. Kind of just lump everything together, get everything done at one time, right. and then move on. Yeah, as opposed oh, to shit. just all day long being. Oh, I was all day, and then
1: my mind is like going like this, and I can't fall asleep because right. I can't unwind. And yeah,
0: there's such a lack of focus on what you're doing in the moment when you're trying to answer people's emails and texts and you're oh, in eight yeah. different conversations. And
1: Scarlett's like, "Mommy, play frisbee with me." That's priority.
0: Yeah. You know? You can't focus on two things at once. It just doesn't work like that.
1: I try to. <laughs> we try to,
0: but you can't give your full attention on two things at once. And your phone takes focus. Oh yeah. So it's important to really be in the moment and be present. And it's not easy to do when you're answering emails.
1: No. Um. Did you just on a little side note? How about our shirts? Oh. Cool. Totally not plans, but like, I have fatter white stripes and thinner I, blue stripes, and you have the opposite. I
0: thought you were going to say something totally different when you just said. <laughs> Because you popped your chest out and said, I have fatter stripes. <laughs> like no, totally why, my
1: white stripes are opposite of your white stripes. Right. And that's pretty cool. So we were like right here. Today. I call these. It's Uncle like our Bo- uniform. I call these
0: Uncle Bob shirts because I have an Uncle Bob who just wears shirts only like this. So this is an Uncle. I feel Bob like I'm shirt.
1: in like a piece of linen, like a tablecloth. That's
0: kind of it's what good. I feel like too. I it's like It's very it, comfy though. Though. I like it.
1: I feel like we're very Florida today. Yeah, very. Uh, I feel like very Palm Beachy.
0: All right, you crazy listeners, you. Oh, wait,
1: really quick. I want to know you. What do you see for our podcast? Like, what do you see it developing into? I don't think I even answered it, but I really want to get to that really quick.
0: I see our podcast developing into a place that people can go. Uh, are you yes. interviewing me? <laughs> I am interviewing it's you. It's too close for the microphone. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, it's a good mic. Um, I see our podcast going into a place where it becomes a place where people can find us at all times. And they can go back and listen to us. And I, I look at it as a place for inspiration. And I look for it as a place of growth. Um, I think podcasts are really important business-wise to have just sort of a home base where people can always hear you and stay in touch with you. Mm. Um, I look at it as kind of like our rock and our steady place as we grow of, a, of like a home to for us to live.
1: I like that. I'd also like to have guests that come on that can... Be potential people that we can help or can connect us with people that we can help. I think that would be really cool. Yeah, um, I think there's a lot
0: more growth capability that we can do with this.
1: Yeah, we really just said, let's do a podcast and like legit popped up. And thank God you knew how to do it. And we
0: did the it, same thing it. that I always <laughs> do with everything. Just go for it. Is just go for yeah. it without a final plan. So yeah. it's funny, yeah. I was talking to you earlier about this, this idea of a second book. And the person I'm speaking to goes and I start saying these ideas of who I want to talk to and they go, whoa, 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 whoa. Before we go there, look at the book is the last thing we're gonna do. And that's the easy part. Let's figure out where we want the book to take us first and what the purpose of the book is first. And I'm like, damn, that's a good point. I never do that. I just kind of ready, shoot, aim. Type yeah, of thing.
1: that's like what my, my business coach, if it weren't for her right now, I would not be able to stay focused on what is my next step, because I go there, I go to the end game. I'm already at the end game before I start. <laughs> See, like my problem is that
0: is that, okay, so for you example, if I'm you in your shoes, and I have this coaching idea for an online coaching course, my... my mentor would say okay the next thing we're going to do is an online coaching course i'd have it created by the next day and it would be half-assed but it'd be live and the person would look at me like you're nuts this takes time what do you want to get out of this it would just be i created it already it's done right it's online i already bought i already bought right. the, the, the space online it's done
1: right and i'm doing research and you know right and, and having a you know that's why i, I think there's minds. people and, yeah like i'm just i don't think like that
0: there's I think. minds for everybody yeah
1: yeah it's good to collaborate.
0: Interesting thing by the way that I realized the other day. Um, you know how there's everybody's good at something different.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And there's some people who are thought leaders who come up with these thoughts and are really good, <laughs> right? Who are really good at coming up with new ideas, being creative, and creating things out of thin air. Right. But there's also people who are really good at relaying that information. Mm. So I was thinking that there are certain people who just have the ability to talk mm-hmm. and who may not even be that smart, but let's say can read a script and relay it in a way that touches people that the person who wrote it couldn't do. Right. So I, I, it just had me really thinking that we all have a place in this world and that putting, sometimes we put pressure on ourselves to be better, to be able to do all things. And sometimes we're just better at being the talker. Sometimes you're better at being the writer and you don't have to do it all. So find your niche. Find what you're good at and, and focus on that and find other people to collaborate with who can get your message across That's or vice awesome.
1: versa. That's so a message I need today. Because so, yeah. I thought I wanted to, to, to in addition to everything else, like start writing. And I'm just like... My, I write good from like my heart, but it's not like article kind of writing. It's not, I'm not a writer like that. Um, right. I'm very good at expressing my emotions and feelings in writing more like maybe blogging or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but like to like write articles, like I just don't think it's my skill set, and that's okay.
0: That's okay. Right. Exactly. That's not what you're good at. Right. And, and that's, that's okay. Like I know that I've tried to write that type of stuff and that's what I, the original idea for my book was going to be this educational thing. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm better at writing stories. Right. And I can educate through stories and emotion much better than I can through data. Right. So anyway, our podcast listeners. Anywho, we can you, go on and on. You <laughs> lovely podcast listeners, you. Uh, if you would like to be a guest on our podcast.
1: Yeah, we're looking for some guests.
0: Do us a favor. Yeah. We're
1: shoot looking us, for some guests. You, Facebook, too.
0: Shoot us a message on Facebook on Overcoming Adversity Podcast. Or shoot us an email at Podcast at Gmail. .com, which, I, by the way, I don't have access to.
1: Oh, I sent you the new password, I think. Mm. Yeah, I did. I didn't get it. Okay. So, um, and, s- and what do you want to let just- out today, Blake? What do you want oh. to... Let it out. Let it out. Uh, let it out. Let it
0: out. What do I want to <laughs> let it out? I don't like people who can just fix a Rubik's Cube with one hand within like seven seconds. That, that bothers me, but that's not my let it out. My let it out today, I feel like I already let it out, It's just that I... I'm tired of people online making assumptions, but the reality is that that's going to continue to happen. Okay. So I'm tired of myself reacting poorly.
1: Okay, there you go. People. Taking ownership. Look at that. Look at them apples. You're welcome. My um, light it out is when you see someone thriving that you care for, or even if you don't care for them, give them give you know be be positive. Be um, don't be a hater. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. I'm so great. I'm when I, somebody younger than me um, is successful, or somebody like newer and doing things it, like shines. I love that. I don't often get that, especially from women that are older than me. Yeah. I don't get that, um, and often in you know personal relationships, friend friendships that that shift. Like when I feel like I start to go to a certain place, people that don't support me. Um, you know kind of fade away so support those that you know that you don't know there's enough to go around of all kinds of gifts and blessings in life Um, and we all do better when we're positive and we support one another and you know
0: that's a muscle by the way supporting other people is a muscle that has to be trained because it's I think a lot of us it's natural to immediately want to attack somebody who's doing better than us it's like a fight-or-flight response and there are some people, of course, who experience it naturally, natural joy for other people uh, when they're doing better than that person. But it's a muscle to practice of, of really appreciating someone else's success. Right. So I think
1: some people are more ingrained than others to be supporters or, you know, haters. Yeah. I just know um, that
0: there's a lie that I told myself for a long time of, I'm just not that guy when someone else is successful. I can't help but feel like I want them to fail, <laughs> and
1: I love I, that honesty. But no,
0: but I, I, honest, I can honestly tell you though that I've changed. That I don't feel that way anymore. That I look at people's successes and I'm like, God, that is awesome. It they inspires f- they me. They fought for that.
1: Like you know, like when I think of a few people at the top of my head that like are just like you know getting it and badasses and like you know, I just I, I it just inspires me. They fought for it. makes for me it. excited. Yeah, it's cool to it's see somebody. It's not easy to put yourself no. out there. It's not easy to do the things that we do.
0: It is cool to see somebody fight for something and get there. Yeah. So we love you guys. Thank you. If you listen to us on Spotify, Apple, podcast, anything oh, go, no, my go leave a five star review. <laughs> um and make sure you check us out on Facebook. Don't be a hater.
1: Amanda, get your nails done. Oof.
0: Don't be a hater. Don't Slater.
1: Be a, hate on haters. I want to
0: break free.